Welcome back, everybody. It's your time to Ed Up on the Ed Up Experience podcast, where we make education your business. Joe Slustio back with you. He, see, I'm hitting my my stride here for a minute, and then all of a sudden I start fumbling and bumbling over my words. <laughs> Just take a second here. Let me stretch it out. Um, I am excited to be here, of course, because I get to intersect uh, with amazing people. And we are here, of course. We're in Doha, Qatar. We are at the World Innovation Summit for Education. Um, I'm going to ask my guest today how you accurately pronounce Qatar, because, of course, in the States, we say (laughs) Qatar. Then I've heard Qatar. I've heard Qatar. So I'm going to ask her how to say it. Um, Why? Because she is a student at Northwestern University here in Education City in Doha, Qatar. Uh, Her name is Fatma Rizwan, and she is here with me right now. Fatma, how are you? I'm doing good. Um, So it's, it's Qatar. Qatar. Yeah, uh, but it's mostly the white version of it is Qatar. Qatar, right? <laughs> but they pronounce the act, the cultural pronunciation is Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna start changing that, so I'll sound like a total idiot because I'm like I'm going, I'm in Qatar, and then people are like looking at me all crazy. <laughs> a lot of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, you're a student at Northwestern University. You're here in Education City. We yeah. have not yet spoken to anyone who is a student at Education City. Talk about your experience. Oh, by the way, you're also an uh, intern at the Gulf Times, which is pretty yes. incredible. So I'll let you talk about that in a second. But talk about your experience at Education City. Um, so I am from Pakistan, but I've been living in Qatar for the past like eight years. So I've seen my family friends grow up, graduate from these universities. Um, one of the, so it'd be, These are basically American universities that have branch campuses. And the whole idea of building Education City was to provide provide a education that is more catered to the Gulf. That is not to bringing American universities here, but also the curriculum is more catered towards a diverse um, community, and that's what really helps. Because even if I'm studying at Northwestern, I'm studying about the issues happening in um, Tunisia or in Pakistan or in the South Asia. If I'm and that's that's why I chose Northwestern in Qatar, because I wanted to study. So I'm pursuing a degree in journalism. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to study what journalism looks like in a country where freedom is sort of restricted rather than where um, in a country like America, where freedom is just given and journalists are still not not sure we have journalists anymore. They just. (laughs) Just with fake news, real news, you can't tell the difference. Journalists are yeah. getting fired left and right for, you know, all sorts of stuff. Um, so. And it's the same thing over in Pakistan as well. I, 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 I can't seem to tell what journalism is in Pakistan because what lacks there is that news agencies don't have a voice. So for Northwestern, the one thing that attracted me is that they really they really want to give you on-ground experience. Um, And that's the same thing with all of these universities. So if you're studying at Georgetown University, which is the the one great thing about them is that you could do, um, if if you're at Northwestern, Georgetown is right next to you. Right. So that's not something that's available because you can't travel from Evanston to Washington. Right. Um, But, and you can take courses from different universities. And that's what makes this entire learning experience at Education City so unique. Because if I'm getting a degree from Northwestern, I'm also getting a minor in media and politics from Georgetown as well. Wow. So you get a 
it's a it's a cocktail of like every every kind of um, degree, every kind of curriculum, and you get to design it. Mm. So, amazing, a- amazing. <laughs> does so? Do the students fully appreciate that in Education City? Do you are all of the students that you intersect with here here because of that f- same fact that there is this diversity of curricular choice that you can select different universities, mm-hmm. put together a degree. Yeah. You know, and, and is anyone going, you know what, Education City is not for me. You know, do you, and are, you know, what kind of, what's the air like? Yeah, so there's there's a blend of people. Um, Qatar's um, population mostly is expats. So you, it's not surprising that any classroom that you see in any university in Education City will be multicultural. Right. It will be multi, uh, it will be diverse in languages and religion and race. So you have people coming from all those areas. But what makes it um, unique is the fact that they chose to be here. And they chose to be here because of the curriculum, but also because of, let's face it, the American universities, they're expensive as hell. You don't want to be buried in student loans. Mm-hmm. And you don't get... Keep going. I, yeah. I decided to cut the feed out. Keep going. <laughs> and you don't get that here. Right. Over here, the financial aid system... Um, that Sheikh Hamoza and everyone else involved in EC has de- have developed. It's so accommodating towards students and their, because it actually understands their um, backgrounds. It's more, okay, we want to give you this education regardless of your, regardless of where you come from, regardless of whatever your situation is, we will cater to you. And that's something that I don't see a lot in any country. Um, so most of these universities, they work on either full grants or half grant, half loan systems. And yeah, they do definitely assess um, whether you're capable. So some people definitely pay the full price and some right. people just don't. So I think that plays a very big factor in um, especially the students that I've interacted with. Every time I ask them, why are you here? Financial aid. Pretty right. good. Um, and I think once you make these, even though these are very like monetary factors, once you make these accommodating towards other people, towards students that make minimum wage, they're more likely to be receptive towards the education that you're providing. Do you think students in general are more aware of their financial investment in education? Oh, And yeah. are they just going, you know what, this is going to hurt me later in life? I, I wasn't like that, right? When I went yeah. to college, I just went to college. I don't know how much it cost. My parents took out loans. I took yeah. out loans and I didn't know until it was done. And somebody said, you owe $600 a month on your student loans. I was like, what? That's a rent payment. Yeah. How aware are students right now? And how aware are you in your investment? So um, having that jump from high school to university, that was pretty big, especially for me personally, because I was a girl that was pampered in my home. I still am. I did not know anything about what's happening. My mom would get me chocolates or would give me whatever I wanted. And I wouldn't really care what the, what the money was, right. uh, where the money's going. My dad's just doing this stuff. And then I come into university and I get my first job as um, a research assistant mm-hmm. with a professor that I absolutely admire. And... She gives me this money, right? And I go to tell my dad and he goes like, okay, um, we need to have a conversation. You're kind of becoming independent financially and it's a very big step. So here's the thing. This is what you pay. This is the amount. And I was like, huh? (laughs) Really? We do all of this? 
And then, and then I started talking to other people, talking to other international students because I'm a resident here. So things are still better for me because I go back home. I have three meals a day and I'm pretty good. But international students, obviously, they have to figure out their food, figure yeah. out their even though they're well um, accommodated for. But the independent, they're actually working for their independence. Right. Um, and universities kind of push them to do it. So they give you jobs. You get jobs like as teaching assistant or an RA or you start to work. They give you these opportunities to start working with field projects right now. And once you get that, I think they become more financially aware about how they want to pay. So I have a lot of friends that are paying their own fees. That's good. And their parents are very likely to pay that for them, but they don't want to do that. Right. They're actually wanting to get off of the loan, but at the same time, experience everything, experience every single responsibility as well. So if you're getting an education in Qatar, it's not that it's given to you. It's that you are, um, you're earning it. Hmm. That's yeah. really interesting. And your experience in Education City is is interesting because we don't have anything like that in the U.S. We have yeah. all of those individual universities mm -hmm. and we have a lot of partnerships where you could take a class here. They're called consortiums. Yeah. You could take a class here. You could take a class there, but nothing to where it's a destination. This is really a destination. I think mm -hmm. part of what Education City and what the WISE conference is about, it's about attracting an international audience to Education City. Mm -hmm. Do you think people are going to look at Education City and go, oh, instead of going to U.S., I'm going to go to Education City in Qatar? A lot of people do that. I have a few. Um, so in this uh, in this batch for 2024, I have very few Americans. But in my when I saw my friends graduating, most Americans wanted to come here. One of my oh, I would have died to come here. I would have <laughs> died to come here if I was in college. I, I would have, uh, if I knew something like this existed, I would have been here in a second. I mean, one of my best friends is she's from Texas. Yeah, yeah, she's from Texas, and I was like, why didn't you stay there? She goes like, do you do 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 you look at the resources there? Do you think I have that there? Do you think I want to be? I'm an I'm an immigrant. Why would I want to be in the U.S.? So we're yeah. here. I don't care about the hierarchy. I don't care about. The, the fact that it's a kingdom and that's very stereotypical that I think that people come to Qatar with that hi how free is it are, are, are you guys oppressed are you guys doing okay I haven't felt that way once in my life and in education city the amount of agency students have yeah they have problems with these institutions institutions all around that's the world will, normal yeah. yeah all around the world will have their flaws but students are able to hold um, people in leadership positions accountable. And I think that is one of the most empowering things that um, EC universities do. Okay, so you're interning at the Gulf Times. Yes. And so talk about that. And is that a result of you being here at Education City that you get that internship through Northwestern? Is that how it worked or how did you get it? Um, so not, if you're doing a journalism program in Northwestern, uh, you are required to have a residency in your third year. So they, they look at your top choices. And if I want to go to BBC, but I have to work hard for getting into right. BBC, but they try to get in it. But what's, they're trying to change that. They're trying to change that system as well now, because they don't want to give those opportunities on a silver platter. They want you to work for it right. and you need to have internships. So for me, I've always been a writer at heart. Um, even though I'm living in a digital world in the 21st century where everyone's like writing, you're a Renaissance matter. woman, you're writing. Yeah. I love writing. I mean, as a 
I think I was seven years old and I was writing about the color blue and associating it with happiness. Mm-hmm. And blue is associated with sadness, mostly. So I I don't remember a time when I didn't have a pen in my hand. I still have it like right now in my bag. Um, so I started looking in my high school. Mm-hmm. I started looking at magazines, online publications that were started with like um, young groups. So I worked for Affinity Magazine in the U.S. I worked for Maverick Youth. There was a small group. Um, I did. I and I started to look at my niche, which was more social and political, and also more catered to the women in Pakistan, because I wanted to highlight. I wanted to highlight my country, my people in every work that I do. So when I came to Qatar and I started looking at the news agencies here, I started to understand more about the voices each agency has. Um, what's really good about Northwestern is that once you're in the journalism program, your professors are people. Your professors are people that have that are journalists that have worked with Al Jazeera, that have worked with TRT, that are that have connections with BBC. And it takes one conversation. Right. One conversation outside of the classroom to talk to you. And You're networking. Um, networking. Yeah. Smart move. Yeah. Yeah, that is it. You talk to them. You say, hi, how are you doing? What was your past? Do you think that my writing capability is good enough? And that's it. But my uh, Gulf Times experience was through just me working. I've been trying to get um, with my professors. That's like me securing my residency with them. Right. Um, but with Gulf Times, I, I, I've read that newspaper for the past like eight years. I love their voice. I love the narratives that they build. And it's one of the newspapers that actually gives voices to the youth as well. So, and you're a youth cur- curator here at uh, the World Innovation Summit for Education, right? Or you are or you were? I, were, I was in 2019. I was part of their learner's voice. How important was this conference to your educational journey? So I've attended WISE. Um, I've attended about three, conversation, uh, three conferences, including, including this one. So the first wow. one that I attended... I had no idea how important networking was. I think WISE possibly made it possible for me to be at Northwestern and have a conversation outside the classroom. It's incredible. Because I met people that were presidents, that were policy and that were working with the United Nations, and they were sitting right next to me, and I could just have a conversation with them. Um, but that took that took slight amount of courage because my in my education system... Um, we've been taught to follow a certain path, a certain conversation that you're supposed to do this. So for me to just go up to a person and be like, hi, I'm Fatma Rizwan and there's pretty much not more to me, but I would, I have a lot of ideas. That takes a lot of courage mm-hmm. and that, that's not easy. It, it kind of puts that fear in you that you're not good enough as well. But the people in advice each year, they want to hear that. They tell you that, dude, you're kind of better than me. Mm. Every conversation that I've had with any person, um, they get inspired. They get inspired by the ideas the youth has, by what the young, young people want in their education. So in 2019, 
I applied for the learner's voice. And it was a very just spur of the moment decision. I just wanted to do it. I was I was pretty sure that I'm not going to get it. But I did. I And I still remember that moment. I was sitting at Hardee's and I was eating a burger with my dad. And I was like, oh, my God, dad, I got into Wise. And he goes, what's Wise? <laughs> and I was like, is this Summit for Education? He goes like, oh, that 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 conference that you actually, that you still talk about. And I was like, yes, please. So I was super excited. And then when I looked at the people that were joining me, which one of them was Archika. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, these people have done so much more than me. How did I get it? And once I met the people and the organizers, I realized that it's not about how much you've achieved. It's about what you're contributing to the conversation of education right now. And that's what made it unique. What that little group, it was an international group. So we had people coming from different parts of the world. I yeah. had one, and I wasn't at Northwestern uh, at that time, but I had one person uh, from Northwestern there. So it was super exciting for me to just even talk to her. Um, but when we, got, when we got all together, we we were just talking about how flawed the education system is. I mean, I remember I was doing my SATs at that time. So I would do, I would come to WISE um, one day and then go to get my, uh, go for my SAT prep. And one of my, I still remember this conversation that I was having with uh, one of the learners. And they were like, do you see how useless the SAT is? Tell me one thing that you actually know here. I was like, I, I didn't go to any of the U.S. wars. I don't care about them. Um, I don't care mostly about the conversation that's happening. It, and that's what we're tested on. Yeah. And we had those conversations with our organizers that I think what's lacking in education is that it's not context-based. It's uh, You're tested on things that you're not even there for. Yeah. Um, so that experience for me was one of the highlights of my life because I started to question question possibly everything around me. That's amazing. And yeah. I, 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 um, it's life changing. This conference can be life changing. Mm -hmm. It's uh, certainly changing my life as we're here <laughs> talking to amazing people like you. Um, it, we are here in obviously in Doha, Qatar. Uh, I am talking with Fatma Rizwan. She's a Gulf times intern. So, you know, maybe she'll do a story about you if you're lucky enough. Um, <laughs> and she is a student at Northwestern University. Fama, thank you for bringing your amazing insights you. to the Edip Experience podcast. And I hope you had a good time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. It was a lovely experience to be here. Ladies and gentlemen, you just ed upped.